Uh, who are we talking about? We're talking about Asa Hutchinson, who is also a congressman. He was a federal prosecutor. He has an extraordinary background of achievement. As governor, he was distinguished by a success in securing over $700 million per year in tax cuts and safeguarding the retirement pay of veterans from state income tax and shrinking the size of state government. Uh, Governor Hutchinson, uh, you're not in Arkansas now. You're in Iowa. What could you possibly be doing in Iowa? Well, Michael, it is uh, great to be with you. And I tell you, that's one of the fun things about uh, the campaign. All through the years, I've seen candidates in Iowa and New Hampshire, and it looks so exciting. And and now I'm here, and it is exciting. Uh, the people are terrific, and so I'm I'm uh, preaching the word in the sense of uh, telling about my campaign, getting a good response, and love uh, love the Iowa State Fair this year. Well, again, one of the things about the Iowa State Fair is you get to meet people in person. And don't they have a uh, big cow made out of butter this year that uh, you're taking a look at? That's right. I actually uh, saw that. And then I was at the uh, uh, pork producer's tent where I was uh, flipping uh, pork burgers. And uh, so I've had all of the experiences. I actually talked to a lot of voters today. And uh, they're wide open to a candidate that, uh, you know, does not name Donald Trump. And so that's encouraging to me. And then you have visitors from other states that are here. It's been it's one of somebody from Michigan came down and said the Iowa State Fair was on their bucket list. So uh, they're here. It has been uh, that makes it fun, too. Well, I'm sure that it does. Uh, right now, um, I mean, obviously, there's a lot of focus on the first Republican debate in Milwaukee. And uh, I know you have qualified to make the debate in terms of the polling numbers that you were uh, required to receive. Uh, but you need a little bit of help in terms of contributions, donations, because you need 40,000 different donors from across the country. Is that right? Uh, that's exactly right, uh, and the good news is that they have to be 40,000 individual donors, but any amount counts. And so a dollar contribution, $10 contribution, all of that uh, qualifies. And, you know, to put it in perspective, uh, we've gotten uh, 10,000 new donors in the last uh, couple of weeks, and uh, we're uh, planning on making the debate stage, but I hope everybody can help me out, hope you agree that uh, we ought to have a, a broad variety of viewpoints expressed on that debate stage. Okay, and then people can can take care of that by uh, going to ASA2024, that's A-S-A-2024.com. Uh, it's a pretty easy way to donate your $1 or $100 or however much you feel motivated to donating to ASA Hutchinson's campaign. Uh, what... Uh, would they hear from you, assuming you do qualify for the debates, and I sincerely hope that you do, what would they hear from you that would be a little bit different from uh, your many rivals? Uh, great question, and that's the first thing they will see, is that there's differences of views uh, on uh, the role of government, but also uh, differences about whether we support Ukraine in defending themselves against Russia. Uh, so that's going to be a hot topic. Of course, I support uh, Ukraine. I believe 
as Reagan did, that the America must, must be strong, and that's how we lead. Uh, and we can't uh, shirk our responsibility to others that uh, are also pursuing freedom. Uh, I think we'll be a lot of talk about energy policy and contrasting really with Biden as well. It's not just between the candidates there, but uh, with with uh, President Biden. And whenever you look at his failed energy policy, we need a pro-growth energy policy. That's what uh, I uh, advocate for, where it's not just looking at all green, but it's looking at how we can produce and be independent and also help our friends and allies. Uh, that's an important topic for us. It's the economy. And while President Biden says our economy uh, is looking rosy uh, because inflation rate is going down in terms of growth. It's all baked in. And so right now, uh, whether it's eggs or or whatever else you buy at the grocery store, uh, you're paying a higher price than you did a year ago or two years ago. And then you add on that the interest costs that go up, whether you're buying a home or whether you have credit card debt. These are things that are on the minds of uh, voters, and that's what we'll be talking about, and it all comes down to controlling federal spending. And uh, uh, you, you, are, you are a supporter, as I understand it, of uh, nuclear power as part of our response to our energy needs in the future. I am. Uh, in Arkansas, we have uh, nuclear power, hydropower, uh, and we have all of the above. But nuclear is an important part of our mix for the future. And quite frankly, I was frustrated by President Biden that he uh, foreclosed uh, a large field of your potential uranium production here in the United States. And that's the example of what we need if we're going to build a, uh, an effective uh, energy mix. Well, we worked hard at it. We didn't get it perfect, but it looks perfect compared to what you see today. And whenever you look at our border, the first thing that I would do is to call the governors uh, together uh, with me uh, to work together with the states, both Democrats and Republican governors, to protect the border. And I don't like what's happened in this administration with uh, the states going one direction and they're feuding between each other. We have a common interest in protecting that border. Uh, secondly, of course, uh, whenever I was head of the DEA and it continued into Homeland Security, we had to work closely with Mexico because uh, the cartels were a factor. And we actually uh, worked and made progress in dismantling the cartels that now are bringing in fentanyl and causing the human suffering. And that has to be a priority, but President Obrador of Mexico has given the cartels a green light. We've got to reverse that, got to declare them foreign terrorist organizations, and we've got to pressure Mexico economically uh, to cooperate with us in uh, dismantling uh, those terrorist organizations that are killing Americans. So those are things that are important. Obviously, you've got to reform our asylum laws. You've got to recognize that America is a land of immigrants, that we don't want to foreclose that, that we have to do things orderly and consistent with our sovereignty. And uh, as, as I look at it, uh, actually, in the Bush administration, the rate of illegal immigration was reduced sharply. Wasn't that the case? Well, it was. It, and we, compared to what we have today, it was a much reduced one. 
We had the Arizona Border Control Initiative in which we were working with Arizona. We were paying overtime of our state officials as they assisted with us. It was a close cooperative relationship, and we did make progress during that time. There's always a challenge that we have because people want to get into America, but whenever you see the risk, we've got to do it in the right way. And I think there's some ways that we can use federalism to expand uh, immigration opportunities with the states. If a state wants to uh, have immigrants in to to help and build their economy or work, uh, we ought to be able to partner with them to have a state-based immigration uh, program. Uh, and with the security uh, pledged as being a part of that. So there's a number of things that can be done that balances uh, the compassion of America, the need for our workforce. At the same time, uh, let's give us security that we desperately have to have. Uh, we have a, a huge problem with budget deficits uh, on an unprecedented level. I mean, of course, it's completely blown up beyond imagining under President Biden. But what needs to be done? Uh, because basically the only way you bring down a budget deficit is you either cut spending or you raise taxes, you raise revenue, or a little bit of both. What would a Hutchinson administration do to uh, deal with some of the budgetary problems of this country? Well, you'd hold a line on spending first. And I have one specific proposal, which is to reduce the non-defense federal workforce by 10 percent. Uh, I reduced uh, the state uh, government workforce by 14 percent. While governor, we can do that same at the federal level and still provide the services. Uh, so that's setting an example and, and saving money. Uh, secondly, we've got to be able to uh, address the uh, Medicaid program. And again, I want to partner with the state to give them more flexibility to put into place work requirements for able-bodied recipients. number of things you can do to control the spending. On the revenue side, you can't raise taxes because we have to have a growing economy. Uh, but the solution to the $32 trillion debt is growing the private sector of our economy. Uh, that was a Reagan belief, and it's a principle of economics. We did that in Arkansas. And so we want to be able to grow that private sector at a faster rate, and that's how we uh, address the revenue side of it and keep the economy moving. Would you um, make a strong commitment to protecting the territorial integrity and the survival of the nation of Taiwan, uh, which is so directly threatened by uh, Chinese imperialism? Uh, yes, indeed. We ought to be stand with uh, Taiwan. Uh, we ought to make sure that China understands that we're going to be standing with Taiwan. And that's why the bases that we have in the Philippines are so important. You put the right personnel, you put the right ships there. China understands that we're there, we mean business, to support the freedom of Taiwan. And, uh, I mean, obviously very important to the U.S. economy because of the chips that are made there. In terms of bringing the country together, which I know you have prioritized in your campaign, you're very forward about it. What's the number one step that a President Hutchinson would take? The number one step is simply leadership. 
whenever we've had times of division in our country before, whether it's the Vietnam War with riots and violence on college campuses or whether it was the Civil Rights era, we've always had leaders that have tried to bring the country together and to resolve differences and address those differences. The difference today is that we have leaders that do just the opposite. They enhance the divide, they make money off the divide, and uh, they make it worse. And that's what's got to be reversed. It comes down to leadership. As president, I will bring out the best of America. That's the number one job. And you do that by calling upon the best instincts of America and not appealing to the worst instincts. That, to me, is leadership. That's what a president should do. And uh, again, for people who are interested in the Asa Hutchinson alternative, uh, take a look at his website at asa2024.com. That's asa2024.com. And if you believe that this is an important voice to add to the public discourse that's coming up in the new debate, uh, think about sending in a dollar, maybe even five dollars to the Asa Hutchinson campaign for president. He needs a few more donors across the country in order to qualify for the debate. I understand that Mayor Suarez of Miami has qualified for the debate. Uh, of, of course, uh, Governor Burgum of uh, North Dakota has qualified for the debate. He will be there. Asa Hutchinson belongs there, too. So uh, check it out at Asa. 2024.com. Uh, what's the next stop after Iowa? Uh, 